This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune, I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. We're not. We are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. That's all we are. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And Oh, I just cut your line off. Sorry, Dory. Oh, no. I mean, it's fine. If you want to take it, please. Okay. Well, you know, I'll just say the beginning. And please remember, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) We are podcast hosts. We're not experts. We always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, however, please 
please do. Our text message and voicemail number is 781-591-0390. You can also email us where you can send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Do follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast, and join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. The password is serums, and you can sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And we have a Shop My Shelf at shopmyshelf.us slash forever35, where we have prods arranged kind of uh, more thematically. But Kate, you want to talk about prods today. I do. I mean, I also want to talk about chia pudding. So which road do you want to go down here? <laughs> wow. Um, Two roads I mean, diverged in a yellow wood, Dory. And we can talk about both. And I do want to talk about some prod thoughts that I've been having. But I've just been eating this really good chia pudding. And I was curious, are you a chia pudding person? I do love chia pudding. I don't eat it that much, but I do. I do really like it. Okay. So the first time I had it, I was so horrified by the texture that I was like, this isn't what I was expecting, like a gooey, crunchy mess. But now I'm very into it. And I made my own with a pureed mango and it's really good. Pureed mango? I Go on. Frozen? <laughs> okay. I followed a recipe and I can, can share one that is similar. But yeah, I just, you know, I put some chia seeds and some coconut and almond milk. And then I pureed some mango that was frozen, but I let it sit out and it became like, I mean, the texture is almost baby food, but it's like delicious baby food. Mm-hmm. And then I put all that mango on top and then I Yum. mix it together. Yum. It's really good. Yum. That's what I was eating before we started recording. Ah. And listeners, you don't necessarily know this, but what I like to do is eat up until the exact minute before we start recording. And then... um I log in to record the episode and I'm like chomping into Dory's microphone. This is a problem. This is a thing I do. And it's like literally one of my biggest pet peeves. (laughs) (laughs) So I do enjoy muting Kate. (laughs) I'll be like, come on, like mid chew. I'll be like, I muted you. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Literally the other day, Dory greeted me with, hello, chompy. Because I was jump, jump, jumping away. But yeah, I was eating that. Now I know to mute myself uh, as a as an act of kindness. And um, that's what I was slurping away on, my mango and chia pudding. It was delicious. Oh, I mean, I, now I'm kind of craving some now that you mention it. It's so easy to make, too, because it's literally just your chia seeds and some whatever liquid you got lying around, you know? What do, do you use? Like almond milk? Like what do you use? I used it for this. I used a mixture of almond and coconut, whole fat, like coconut milk. But I, but I normally just do almond milk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's quite tasty. (sighs) Anyway, speaking of prods, you know, I, in the wake of our interview with Jessica DeFino. Yes. I have really been just kind of thinking about what I put on my skin okay, and what products I consume, mm-hmm. okay. which I think is the, is the point of any good conversation, right? Like one hopes that anytime you listen to somebody or talk to someone, you're pushed to think and question and reflect. 
I think that's a really, really great point, Kate. Right? So I really... If you haven't gone and listened to our interview with Jessica, highly, highly, highly recommend doing so. It's a great conversation. She is um, a really wonderful, essentially, anti-product beauty reporter. And, you know, I tend to be, as we've discussed on this show, a person who just slaps a bunch of stuff on their face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the wake of our conversation, I've kind of pulled back a little bit to just see what that would feel like. And how does it feel? Pretty good. Oh, yeah? I mean, I have a huge zit on my chin. Huge. I have a star, one of my star zit stickers. Also, I haven't told you this. One of the best moments of the last week of my life is that my nine-year-old had an enormous blackhead on her forehead and I got to pop it. No. Oh my God. (laughs) I had to like, I honestly, this was not my best parenting moment because she was nervous. She doesn't really, she doesn't get pimples yet. And she was like, is it going to hurt? And I was like, absolutely not. But it was so ready to come out that it literally, she, it actually did not hurt, but I was like, I just need to like kind of fib and then get my hands on this pimple. Oh my God. Dory was like, (laughs) I know. (laughs) I was like, doctor, it was so big. Dying. Like I was drooling over it. Like you might drool over like a beautiful handbag or like a delicious meal. I was like, get my hands on that pimple. Oh my God. This is so funny. It was delicious. It was amazing. (laughs) Highlight of my week. I mean, look, there's not a lot good happening right now. So one popped pimple is all I need. But yeah, I I guess I just was thinking also about how she talked about what she's focused on is protecting her microbiome, which, you know, is kind of like a current hot word in the skincare space. Mm -hmm. But I also think that it is a really legitimate focus and as we've talked about before like over exfoliating can is really a practice especially in the way that we grew up where we were essentially like sandpapering our skin yeah totally like even right now i'm wearing this star zit sticker on my face and i like went out with it on and like can you if we had had zits in the 90s would you have ever put a big bright yellow star sticker on it doubtful no, we would like we did whatever we could to hide yes. our pimples. Yes. So even yes. just that is such a mind shift. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've just been thinking about. Like, what am I doing here? And also then, you know, like in the broader context of things, like what systems am I actively participating in here? Ooh, now we're getting into it. I think, you know, you and I are two people who do a podcast that's like rooted in us loving to chit chat about serums, which I'm also never going to stop loving serums. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's complicated. Um, I don't have the answer. I enjoy doing this podcast. I think we have like... I think we have struck a balance between talking about products and talking about other things. Um, And, you know, maybe that balance will shift a little bit more in the direction of talking about other things, but it's like, do we, do we change our, you know, opening tagline? Like, is that just like, are we totally moving away from that? I don't think so. I don't think I am, but I think it's worth like interrogating for sure. Yeah. 
Definitely. And I, it's also hard for me too, because one thing I think about is like, am I just in the matrix? Like, even if I think I'm removing myself from this, from participating, like, am I ever really removing myself from participating mm. in, let's say in beauty culture? Like, is that even fully possible? And I think kind of what I gathered from Jessica is like, no, it's not, you know, and like, totally. That is because of the way everything's set up. She fully admits that like, she also still participates in beauty culture. Yeah. Um, but I think she does a really good job of like interrogating her participation and making choices that like align with her values. A hundred, I'm going to say 110% agree with you there. So, you know, maybe it is worth coming up with a sort of like ethos of product consumption. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing that one of the biggest things that stuck out to me that she said was that she's really trying to limit her use of plastic, which I feel like I come in and out of doing a good job of. Mm-hmm. And that kind of recentered that for me. Good. Um, yeah. You know, then I like looked on my counter and I was like, oh boy, my counter's basically a landfill. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I mean, I think the other thing that's, well, I think the other thing that's just important to keep in mind is like these changes don't happen overnight and they are incremental. Yes. And I also think that perfect as, as the quote goes, perfect is the enemy of good, Mm -hmm. right? Like striving to be perfect sets us up for failure with most, if not everything. So you know, knowing, trying to do your best and knowing that it's not going to be perfect, I think is. Well, and I think, you know, also applying purity tests to yourself or others is, is also, can also be problematic because it kind of fails to take into account, like I said, people's like incremental changes. Like if you are someone who bought like, (laughs) I'm just, I'm exaggerating here, 500 products in plastic containers a year and now you buy 50 yes you are still consuming but you've like drastically reduced your consumption and like that person should get credit for that you know what i mean so like yeah i do think it's unrealistic to suddenly expect everyone and this is how i also feel about fashion like I, you know, I try to buy secondhand where possible. I try to shop ethically, sustainably, but like I, I do also buy dresses from Old Navy. You know, like I try, I've tried to like reduce my consumption of fast fashion, but I'm not perfect. I'm not totally there yet. So I kind of like it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that. I'm definitely wearing a a top from Target right now. And it's a good top. I'm proud and my of shirt is from Target also. See, look, we're just stuck in that Targs. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. There, I mean, and this, I mean, not to just keep citing amazing interviews that we've done, but our conversation with Aja Barber, I think, also touched on a lot of these ideas. Yes. Oh, my God. Wouldn't you just love to get Aja and Jessica and just, like, sit and listen to them talk and pick their brains? Mm-hmm. What a dream. Just in one well, room. Kate, I feel like this is going to be an ongoing conversation. It is. It's a real food for thought topic for me. And I'm glad that we are talking about it. 
But let's also hear from some listeners today. All right, let's take a break and we will come back to hear from you all. BRB. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining Feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. 
The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Dory, I just noticed in our notes that this coming Sunday is International Self-Care Day. Oh. A holiday I've never celebrated or heard of. Same. 
(laughs) (laughs) But happy International Self-Care Day to all who celebrate. Yes. Happy International Self-Care Day. Well, um, here was a text message that I feel like captured everything I like. First of all, thank you both so much for providing a podcast that serves both as a respite from the heavy news we've all been processing and also as a motivational, informative tool for how we can all continue fighting for our fundamental rights. Well, thank you. That was a really nice compliment that I included. They go on to write, I live in Kansas and on August 2nd, we'll be voting on an amendment that would strip Kansans' fundamental right to an abortion. Had to share with Kate Horse Spencer that a wonderful group of young activists have started a vote nay movement to help encourage folks to vote no on August 2nd. Horses and pro-abortion activism? Yes, I'm here for it. This is Any like other Kansans the, out this there? This is like the Venn diagram of all your interests. I mean, truly just like slap a butt that needs care in the middle there. And this is everything I like. <laughs> we'll include their, their website, but the listener included it. It's www.ksvotenayneigh.com. I love it so much. I love it. I love it. All you Kansans out there. I didn't realize there was this amendment. Thank you, listener, for looping us in. You're the best. You are the best. All right. Um, here is an email. Hi, Kate and Dory. A few years ago, I got a promotion, which included a new office that has my own bathroom. Wow. Wow. Now that I'm back in the office full time, I'm looking for ways to make it feel more luxurious and special. It's pretty small and not updated, but it's all mine. Despite listening to Forever 35 from the start, I'm a bit overwhelmed at how to begin making it a usable and self-caring space. Would love to hear your ideas. Thanks so much for all your podcasts and getting me hooked on Tatcha products. Oh my God. I've been using the water cream lately. Mm. I love Tatcha. I really do too. Okay. I mean, first of all, can we just, I've never heard of a person having their own bathroom in their private office. I feel like it's a, um, it's like an executive perk. Like when I worked at Rolling Stone, when I worked at Rolling Stone, Jan Wenner had a, had a bathroom in his office. Do you think that's who's writing us right now? Yes. (laughs) Definitely. It's Jan Wenner. Well... I mean, it's also a little, cause my initial reaction is like, get a lovely candle, but you can't often burn candles in corporate office buildings. So you've got to go regulation here. What about one of those, um, of course I can't remember the name, diffusers with the sticks that stick out? Oh yeah. Reed diffuser. Reed diffusers. Okay. I'm going to drop some reed diffusers. That I think would first be nice if you have a nice like signature scent that probably isn't too overwhelming because you never know who's going to be coming in to your office. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but PF Candle Co. makes a bunch of reed diffusers that I love. Um, Golden Coast is one I have in my bathroom that's really nice. So I highly recommend their reed diffusers. That would be my first step is give your bathroom a signature scent. I love that. I love that idea. All right. Moving over to the sink area. Okay. 
what are we doing here? Also, do we think this bathroom has like a shower? I'm going to guess no. Okay. Okay. So a hand soap. What kind of hand soap would you recommend? Well, what's our budget here? What are we working with? Yes. Great question. Because like an Aesop hand soap, you can never go wrong. Yeah. But that's like, what are they, like 40 bucks or something? $1 million. Yeah. Anytime I see an Aesop hand soap, I'm Uh, like, you are making a statement with that hand soap. Totally. I'm here for it, but that's a that's a spicy meatball, as you like to say. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Um, you know I mean, I I think a, I think a Mrs. Myers is always like a, a totally reasonable choice. Now, what I like to do is just go to ye old Target Shoppy and get yourself, you know, like a matching little hand soap, bo- like a ceramic hand soap bottle and a tissue holder, and then you just put whatever dial soap you have in there. So it looks be- like the, the visual element is nice, but you're just using a regular old hand soap. Like is Aesop hand soap truly superior to all other hand soaps? The only thing that I would say to that is like, I think only do that if like, if you have an actual vessel, don't fill an Aesop container with dial hand oh, soap. Oh no. No, no, I'm talking about buying, as you say, your own vessel yeah. from, say, like the hearth and home line at Target. Uh, you mean the uh, Magnolia? Yeah. Or, excuse me. It's hearth and hand. Hearth and hand. I love all the different Target brands. Um, but that's Joanna and Chip's line. It is. It is. I mean, I'm not saying, like, give Joanna and Chip all your money. There's another... Um, Opal House, that's another one I yes, like at Target. Yes, 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 You know, Justina Blakeney also has some pretty things at Target, although I don't know if she has, like, bathroom items. Mm. Her line's really pretty. Okay, so that would be my other suggestion. A pretty soap. doesn't need to be expensive. What about, Dory, like, hand towels? I was thinking that, like, some really nice, um, absorbent but soft hand towels. Now, I realize we just talked about sustainability at the top of this episode, and I'm going to now backtrack on everything I said. Okay. I'm listening. Maybe maybe get yourself a soft toilet paper. Oh, yeah. But soft toilet paper is not made from recycled paper, and it's not good for the planet. So, I mean, you've got to, you know, don't maybe don't do it. I'm struggling on this one, but maybe get yourself your own toilet paper that is perhaps a little bit more soft and pliable than the office toilet paper. Yeah. Because the office toilet paper is always like single ply. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The other thing I'm thinking of, I mean, you could put a little throw rug in there. You could hang up art. Mm-hmm. You could add plants or fake plants because I'm not sure if there's a window and you might just want, you know, a fake plant goes a long way. I like all these ideas. Kate, you should be a consultant for office bathrooms. <laughs> well, I had one more thought. Oh, yes. Go on. Which <laughs> I'm really invested in this bathroom, which is getting yourself some sort of like twinkle light situation. 
or some some sort of mood lighting situation that's easy so you don't wow. have to. Well, just okay. so you're not in there like pooping and peeing under those like bright yellow office lights. I mean, I I love you know? it. This is going to be your sanctuary. That's all. What about what about like old school like getting putting like magazines? Yes. Or books, like toilet books. Remember people used to have toilet books? Yeah. And I feel like the phone has really replaced toilet books and toilet magazines. Mm-hmm. And that's like, it was so great. Like you go into someone's house and they would have some sort of like 1000 jokes. Yes, to tell. You know, exactly. it would always be like the most random book. That is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I like it. That's a real vintage vibe, Dory. I like that. I love the idea of a toilet book. I miss things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I know it's just me being nostalgic for the eighties, but I miss toilet books. <laughs> okay. I think we've, I think we've maxed out here. Do we have any other thoughts on how to make an office bathroom cozy and usable? No, but I look forward to hearing an update. I would also s- sincerely love photos of this office bathroom. Yeah, me too. Um, all right. Well, Kate, we should take another break. All right. All right we'll be right Let's back. Let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All right, let's shift gears a little bit, Dory, because we've got a couple questions about like families and babies and stuff like that. All right, here's the first email. My husband and I are very close with another couple and have been for years. We both have had babies in the past year and have raised our kids alongside each other. I am so grateful to have a partner that has a bit more of a flexible work schedule than my friend's husband, but I feel like my friend's husband is using his job to get out of a lot of parental responsibilities, stating he cannot take time off because the quote place wouldn't run without him. My friend has often voiced to me that she's really struggling with taking on all of the home chores, childcare, and her full-time job all at once. She has had mental health issues in the past, and I want to be there for her and take as much off her plate as possible. But I also feel like it's not my responsibility to be stepping in. Where is her partner in all of this? I personally am struggling not stepping in to help her and also not having a conversation with her spouse about the fact that he seems to be putting his job ahead of his family. What to do? What to do? Hmm. I don't think it's your responsibility to speak to her spouse. No. Unfortunately, as much as I understand the desire, I suspect number one, that person would get defensive. And my other suspicion is that your friend who is the, I believe, a woman, yes, her, she might be embarrassed or irritated that you, you know, I just, I just think that's stepping into somebody else's partnership in a way that you do not need to take on. You've mm-hmm. got to set that boundary. Mm-hmm. And I also think you've got to set the boundary of, stepping in to help her, frankly. Yeah. Neither of these answers are very, like, nice of me. I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Dory? Pass the mic here. (sighs) I mean, I agree. I don't think you can say anything to the spouse. I think you can say something to your friend about... Like, I think you can, you can open up the conversation, you know, by saying something like, what do you think would help in terms of taking some things off your plate? I kind of lead her there. I love this. This is a great idea. You know, but don't like come out and say it yourself and be supportive. Um, That's what I think that's what I would do. And I mean, it sounds like the friend is already voicing that she's struggling. And I think you can straight up say like, hey, have you talked to Or you just be like, hey, yeah, what what does Eric think? Oh, see, in your scenario, he's Eric. And in mine, he's Derek. Oh, I thought you said Eric. (laughs) I like like them having two different names per scenario. Um, I think I would, I think I would frame, I I would probably frame it that way. Oh, what does Eric, like, what does Eric think? Yeah, or like, what's he doing at home? You both have full-time jobs. Yeah. Hmm. 
Weird. Um, have you read this article about um, partners taking on the bulk of the labor? I'm going to send it to you. It might be good for you guys to read together if you feel like it. No pressure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of what Eric Derek is doing, but I don't know if this is your thing to get into. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Dory, why don't you read this next email? Okay. Um, Hi, Kat and Dor. Two of my very good friends have recently had their first babies in the past year, and I'm trying to stay in touch, but it's definitely hard, and I feel out of place slash awkward now. I don't have children, and I'm not sure if I ever will, so I'm finding it harder to relate and have a hard time knowing what to say. The two friends do not live nearby. Both are several hours away out of state, so seeing them in person is difficult. I've been sending texts with how are you and insert child's name doing, etc., but that only goes so far, and I don't always get a response. I know they're busy, but it's hard not to feel hurt slash left out. Is it wrong of me to feel hurt that I'm always the one reaching out? How do I stay in touch and maintain these friendships with our lives going in different directions? Thank you for the pod. I'm so glad I found it. Shout out to Caroline at G thinks just bought it. That's how I found forever 35. Shout out Caroline. Hey, Caroline. Hi, Caroline. <laughs> we love you. Uh, oh boy. I, I mean, think, mm, I think this okay. is a real, both things can be true scenario. Yeah. You are, Go on. you are not like, you're not wrong to feel hurt, but also, the 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 months the postpartum months are i mean they're like literally a blur to me and i like i I hate when people are like don't take it personally but it's also like i don't think you can take this personally because it's just it's so much especially and like you said they had their first babies it's it's such a huge change that and there's just so many new responsibilities and so I I think sometimes like for me sometimes people checking in to be like how are you guys doing it was almost like it was just like too much to even yeah. respond like I couldn't even the the like emotional labor and like I realize this sounds sort of I don't know if it sounds rude or what but I I'm just telling you how I felt like but like the emotion sometimes the emotional labor of being like hey we're good but like was just just felt like too much i was just i was like exhausted and struggling and it was it was just like a lot but it's also okay to like mourn the friendship that you had the other thing that i will say is like i don't think it will be like this forever um i i do think that like that first year is an especially challenging time um and I think that things will kind of stabilize after that. So I don't know. Kate, what do you think? I actually really agree with everything you said. And I hate to, I hate, I hate when people say this and I'm going to say a thing I hate. It is impossible to imagine what it is like having a new baby until you have a new baby. And I remember thinking, to myself before my first child was born. I was like, I was a caregiver for my mom as she died of cancer. If I can handle that, I can handle this baby. And then that freaking baby arrived. And it was, it is beyond comprehension. Mm-hmm. For me, it was. The physical exhaustion 
the emotional exhaustion, the dips into depression that I felt. Yeah. The way it completely made me question who I was and if I had any worth anymore as a person. If I had anything to offer other than just being like a feeder to this baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it, it, now n- not everybody has this experience. I'm just speaking as me, Kate Spencer, but it can be really, really tough. And it can, and I understand the feeling of being left out because it, I also think you do get left out. And then people have kids and they immediately are bonding with the other folks who have the kids too. And it's like, no matter what you do to try to, understand or participate, you, you are inherently just left out. Yeah. And that is really hurtful. Um, and I just want to make sure that I'm acknowledging your feelings listener, because that is, that is, um, and ultimately like, this is not to say that the people with the babies bear no responsibility for maintaining friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think if these are people you care about, giving them some grace in this moment and, you know, maybe shifting your approach to just being like thinking of you, you know, or sending a card, mm-hmm. like just checking in in that way and expecting nothing for now, I think is the way to go. Um, and, and staying in touch and maintaining these friendships as your lives go in different directions. I really do think Dory is right. It's not always this way. My, my core group of, friends from college, about half of us have kids and half of us don't. I think like four of us has kids and three of us don't. And everybody like, every, ooh, sorry, everyone's lives are different and going in different directions. But I think they're, everyone has a commitment to being in touch with each other and supportive of each yeah. other. So I think it will be okay. You will find a new balance for sure. Yes. All right. And our last email, we have a lovely little update. Hey, Kat and Dora, I'm the listener who wrote in for help with my mom's 70th birthday months ago. I wanted to update you and the Forever 35 fam on what worked well. I asked guests to submit their favorite memories of my mom. I then put them on individual pieces of paper, folded them, and put them in a glass container so that she could read them one by one. We also asked for folks to send in photos of slash with my mom, and I upload that I uploaded them to an aura frame. Hashtag thanks, Foncon. She loved them both. So hot tips for anyone looking for gifts for a sentimental mom. Oh. I love it. I also love that she liked the aura frame. It's a really great product. I just sent Hashtag one to my Svancon. mom. It's great. Yeah. That's so sweet. For I that love update. that so much. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you so much for reaching out to us. We really appreciate you. Keep it coming. We're here. Oh, and just a note that a programming note, um, the next two weeks we will be running rerun episodes. So check them out because, you know, you might have missed them the first time around and they're some of our favorite episodes. So yeah, but just a heads up that that will be happening. All right. Bye, Bye. everybody.